This is the M3 Entertainment Bearcast for American Horror Story Hotel. Good evening, you freaks, geeks, and all things chic. Welcome back to another week of the Mail Media Mind Entertainment American Horror Story Bearcast for um, American Horror Story Hotel. Uh, I'm your host, Marco Estes, and joining me tonight will be uh, Malcolm Travers, editor in chief of the Mail Media Mind. You can uh, reach me at mtravers29 or at Mail Media Mind. Okay, and you can reach me at the Anticritic on Twitter. M, Mark OS is on Instagram, or you can try to find me through the multiple Facebook groups, uh, multiple M3 Facebook groups. Just find me and instant message me on Facebook. Um, we're missing one person, and that is Mr. Chris Impact Sudden. We really, really miss him because we got some Angela Bassett slash Ramona Royale action, and it was just enough for me to be like, this bitch. She just had to set the tone for the episode, but yeah. we also... It was a damn good episode. I mean, compared to last yeah. week, and you know, this was a two-parter, it's the second Halloween episode, which I'm kind of glad because I was nervous. I was like, "Oh shit, we're gonna get yeah. one Halloween episode this year, though." But um, we're doing. We got the second all Halloween episode, and they brought the fire. I mean, it was too. It was a little bit too much going on for me. I love the episode. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It gave me life because of what we got a Liz Taylor backstory. backstory. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah, and so it was just like a, it was like getting a, um, a present, an unsuspecting present after a shitty ass week. I was like, y'all gave me a Liz Taylor backstory. Like, I can't believe y'all just did it. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say it right now. I think this so far is my favorite episode. Really? Okay. Okay. It really is. Like the Liz Taylor thing was one I liked. Um, I like the scene with uh, Kathy Bates. She's one of my favorite actresses, really. And I'm, she really came through with that scene with those two. I was like, oh, my God. It was just <laughs> she's like, I matter. I matter. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I love you. I love you, Kathy Bates. <laughs> yes. She, she, I'm glad they finally gave her something to do to sit beside her and just be, like, bitchy yeah. and whiny because you had to yeah. see where they were coming from. Yeah, and it's as a pro, it's a pro, the episode was appropriately titled "Room Room Service" because we got the back we didn't get the back we got a backstory of Liz Taylor and we got the uh, like a different side of Iris. We kind of saw Iris's vulnerable side, other than the fact that her son didn't have didn't have anything to do with her. We kind of see yeah. why she's vulnerable and why she is, you know, um, the way she is. We got to see a different side of her, and by the episode being called "Room Service." It just goes to show you that technically they're the only two staff members of the entire hotel that's still alive. Yeah. Um, and they, the shit they have to deal with. I mean, they're in Chris and Homegirl when they came in and I was like, see, this is the shit I'm talking about right here. Me working at the University of Tennessee Knoxville's um, housing department for four years of my five-year college education there, Every summer, they would have something called, um, they would turn the dorms and apartments on campus into, like, hotels, kind of. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? 
And so you have all these different types of groups, like from cheerleaders, bitchy cheerleaders to bratty ass kids, um, science geeks who were the, they, they weren't bad. It was just trying to get them in and get them out. That was the only thing bad about the um, destination imagination group. Very great people though, but you get people like we saw tonight who came down there thinking they was at the goddamn Ritz Carlton (laughs) or thinking they were at like the four seasons. And I'm like, you do know that this is a dorm room. This is a dorm, right? <laughs> you do know that, you know, this is a public institution. You didn't pay nowhere near the amount for you to sit there and treat us the sh- like the way you do. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, so ours is out, um, breakout, not breakout, but just um, outburst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've envisioned it. What about you? What did you you say you liked her outburst? Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. She she finally kind of um, you know stood up for herself. She kind of came through as an actress and as a character. Um, yeah, it was just something like I really felt it. I just felt the the release, <laughs> like she needed to take out that frustration and how yeah how meek and you know stepped on she's been the entire time. And you know there was that. Um, but obviously, I guess, you know, that whole scene at the school. <laughs> Who's like a, Go ahead. Keep talking. Keep talking. No, just that other part was like, I was not expecting all of that. I mean, I, I was just like, well, girl, what you doing? What you give with the blood? Like, you know, thinking, you know, saving the kid's life. I just didn't see it going in that direction. <laughs> turning, <laughs> turning so bad so quickly. I mean, I saw like with the girlfriend in the closet with the blood. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know. Then they just slash the teacher's throat. Then the next day, the whole classroom was vampires. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Oh god. Let's please elaborate on this because when I was watching it, I went from complete shock to complete horror. <laughs> I was like, please, somebody stop this little bastard because I'm like, how is he even doing all this? He, he it's just like he gets and it's just like. It was creepy because when you give a child that much power, they don't know what to do. It yeah. kind of reminded me a little bit of Claudia from Interview the Vampire. You know, yeah. this is the reason why we don't make vampires out of kids, which goes to show you that <laughs> Lady, well, I'm like, Lady Gaga, aka the Countess, she has a different way of giving the kids her babies. Yeah. She has yeah. a different way of making her babies. Yeah. So, because apparently this is just free for all, you know, because. As soon as she shot the kid with the shot, the um, IV up with the damn um, her blood, and then gave it to the kid. He came back okay, and she like, I don't see no problem. You can take him home. I'm like, oh, this bitch. <laughs> then the mom takes him home. And then, like in the very next scene, you see this dude on the floor. At first, I was like, okay, the Ten Commandments killer struck again. Then I heard the sucking sounds. I was like, this boy done killed his damn parents. <laughs> then he sit there, wipes his mouth, and goes off to school like ain't nothing going on. <laughs> Gets his classroom like, y'all almost died. Um, and then, so he was like, I miss you. Huh, you miss me, huh? Spin the bottle, calls it, like, what is it, seven minutes in heaven? Yeah. He bites her. She's like, oh, okay. And then she gets his, um, what did he have? The virus or whatever, measles. He yeah, had the measles. She gets the measles. Then the teacher comes in. First of all, she's black, which kind of made me, I'm like, damn. She gets her <laughs> throat slit. 
they they feast on her, and then the teacher comes, the, the principal comes in, and I'm like, this is like a chain reaction. I'm like, dude, don't go in the classroom with some infected kids. Go get the school nurse. Go get somebody. Then I'm like, when is it gonna stop? And then it's like they gave us this whole like cooties. <laughs> no, I didn't. You know, because I was thinking, like, damn, cooties just came out, too. I'm like, they gave this whole damn... I'm like, so we're going to have little damn children running around the goddamn on Halloween night, killing people left... Los Angeles is going to have an epidemic. It's like Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Like, that's what... That's exactly what hit my mind. Like, well, first of all, I think, you know, there's so much about this show that is Los Angeles. Like, first of all, those yuppies that were in that room... Oh, my God. So Los Angeles. Like, I... I swear they are not, they're, those are real people. Those people are real, and it, it is scary, right? It's scary, it's scary. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I want some, some grilled arugula. Like, there are people who ask for that. <laughs> like, you say, make sure it's GMO free. Like, oh my God. Like, we don't have time for all that. I mean, that's why y'all stay here and y'all don't leave this bubble because LA is some type of bubble. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. It just that little, but uh, this little, this that little portion just threw me. It took me out the episode because by the end of it, I was like, "Please, somebody go in and kill all these damn kids, especially the main one." Because yeah. I was like, "This can't keep going on." Because when the countess finds out about this, heads are gonna roll. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I was just saying there are definitely gonna be some consequences. Like I don't even know. Like yeah, and you know when. Was that whole school taken down? Like they put it yeah. on lockdown? They took the whole school down because you know the the the, the uh, administrative staff drugged the principal into the office. But then when they got out, they showed when the SWAT team came in there, their whole entire office was swarmed. And yeah. so I think everybody who pretty much survived were mm-hmm. the kids who attacked everybody. And that's what's scaring me because they're gonna go home, they're gonna attack their parents. Their parents are gonna probably end up being turned, and then it's just gonna be this big mess and see the thing is the reason why it's bothering me because i don't want them to leave this as an open ended story mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> because i don't want the entire um school to um you know i, I don't want this to become like a issue because that's going to be don't take away from the hotel because right. this this is a whole nother situation right now and yeah. it's not even t- t- doing, being done at the hotel. Now, the kids that got like this mind thing for them to also show up at the hotel, and then the counselor took them all out mm. and then probably reprimanded Alex because that's what I thought she was going to do towards the end um, when she brought Holden in. Like, yeah, you see your son? I'm going to kill him because you couldn't follow simple instructions. Right, you were right. not supposed to give that blood out to anybody, so now I'm going to take you and your son out so y'all can be together forever. I thought that's what she was going going it though, but, whew, but anyway, yeah. uh, that took me out the episode. It took yeah. me out. Hopefully, they'll have it. They'll deal with it in some type of way. Hell, I even thought that I get to the predictions later though. But yeah. I'm gonna jump on into. Um, let's talk about Liz Taylor. Let's talk about okay. uh, Liz Taylor. Yeah. Come to find out, Liz Taylor's not gay. He just has, he just likes to wear women's clothing. He pretty much, he might not be gay. You think he might, I don't think he might no. be trans. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I don't want to throw that out there like that because they kind of kept it open ended. He said he wasn't I think, gay. I think, he's, I think he's trans in the sense that I, I remember in a previous episode where he talked about the fact that 
he regretted having a penis, you know, like, so I think there is a part of him, like he's trans and, you know, also the count is just saying like, you're, you know, you might be a man on the outside, but on the inside, your blood, you're a woman. <laughs> yeah. And so like, she could tell like, you're a woman, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. So I got, I got from that that he was trans. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's why I got two, but then it was just a whole matter of, he said he's not gay. I'm not trans people don't have to be gay. It's mm -hmm. just that. He was like, you know, I'm not gay, and I'm thinking like, if the countess took you in, maybe she could get you, you know, the procedure done. But I think he was just comfortable the way he is. But that took place in 1984. Right. Iris met him in 1994, so I guess 10 years passed. So yeah, 10. He's been at the Hotel Cortez for 30 years or something. 30 years, something yeah. like that. And so, um, good God. And so <laughs> he hasn't aged. And I guess this is yeah. why I thought that, okay, he's got to be dead. And then you realize that, you know, do you think he's dead or, you do, or do you think that um, he's still alive? He's just... That's a good question. I don't well. know. I think they, they that could just be aging well or he just looked older as a younger person. Like, I think he could just be... A, a, a man or a woman, trans woman, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't think there's um, I don't think there's anything supernatural about him. Okay. At this point. Yeah. It makes sense guess. given the fact that he wasn't. You know, when you're not happy, you kind of look haggard. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Especially yeah. when he was just so depressed, mm -hmm. and then when he, it seems like he like. And it was a line that Ira said that resonated with me. I can't believe that I started to live when I died. Something along, she paraphrased something mm -hmm. like that. So technically, he didn't live until his old self died. Self died, yeah. And then same with Iris, yeah. But I see that as being like his loyalty to the Countess is greater than some, you know, supernatural connection. You know, just like he he owes her, you know, for mm -hmm. for helping him find him find his true self. So. You know, I think that loyalty extends beyond, you know, some some need to to serve her for, you know, whatever, being a ghost or being a vampire. So I thought it was really good. I thought it was oh, really yeah. good. I, I definitely enjoyed that. <laughs> and I I mean, yeah, I co-sign because it's like this. Um, the Countess, even though she's nefarious, if that's the right term I'm using, in her, mm -hmm. in her ways, but... But she has saved so many lost souls. You know what yeah. I'm saying? She has saved lost souls. She just asked for something to return. And I think that the whole thing with Ramona Royale, which I'm going to get into in a few minutes, uh, was that she loved her and she just didn't think that somebody would break the loyalty. And then I guess she got to the point where I think the Ramona Royale situation kind of made her cold-hearted. Because we really haven't seen mm -hmm. her pre-Ramona. We've only seen her yeah. as, um, you know, just coming around, just living life and just enjoying it and stuff like that. But, you know, with her and um, Donovan, mm -hmm. we see that they just, you know, I mean, she takes out, maybe one thing she took out somebody who was just kind of like just as duplicitous or just as like um, swarmy and evil. Because the hotel draws those type of people, but she can't drink from them because those type of people I guess in the world of um, the Hotel Chavez or 
they're they their blood is infected. Was you know they're not infected technically, but you know what I'm saying. It's like it's not pure. So she has to yeah. have pure blood. So that's the only like downside. She has to have pure blood. But my right. thing is, can you just like slice somebody's like like shoulder and just drink for them a little bit and not just drain them dry? Just keep them, put them on their mirror away. But she has to like drain these people. So I don't know. But back to but she yeah. saved um, Liz Taylor. I forgot what his real name was. They said his real name. Yeah. He said his name was Nick something. Right, and then right. um, she said, no, your name is Liz Taylor and gave him another name, something like that. So then she kind of saved Donovan. She saved, um, technically she saved Iris by saving Donovan. I would say she saved Ramona. Um, it was just a connection with the two of them. Yeah. But I don't know. I just She had some good qualities before. Then she said that... Um, she saved the kids because their parents were neglectful. Yeah. So, but we all know that every true villain, any <laughs> any true great villain, don't see themselves as a villain. They just see them. They just they just think that what they're doing is benefiting those around them. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I think there's something to the idea that um, I think I was talking to someone about just like evil rarely looks evil. You know, in, in order to for like the so devil to make deals, yeah. you know, in order for the devil to make deals, they have to have something to offer. You know, like I think true evil has something to offer you. Um, you don't. It's not something that you just, you know, you're powerless to. It's something that you want. So, yeah, I think that's what it really comes down to is that she does have something to offer these people. Yeah, and um, but yeah, at the end of the day, like. Is really to her own ends. Like it's really bad. <laughs> like she just yeah. murders people willy nilly without. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bad. So, yeah, there's no real redemption there. Yeah, but but, but go to your butt. Go to your butt. Yeah, but as I say, <laughs> but you know, I can see from the very subjective viewpoint of the people that she's helped why they do it. So, yeah, and. But she's gonna get her come up. It's obviously with the Mona Royale. Like I was, we we totally made that prediction because I was thinking about that. <laughs> like yeah. both of them yep. hate, hate the Countess, you know. And I was just like, they're gonna help. They're gonna help her. Yeah. Um, and so the way they did it was pretty cool. Uh, I liked it. Uh, I was gonna say for we because that's, that's a great segue into that mm-hmm. storyline. But I was gonna say, um, I think that the Countess. I don't know. Um, Cause I think I went out while you were talking. Um, the Countess mm-hmm. is to me so far my favorite antagonist of American Horror Story so far. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put her up there along the lines of Fiona from um, mm-hmm. Coven. Okay. Fiona and Marie Laveau. I'm just gonna put them. them the Marie Laveau, Fiona, the Countess. There is no one, two, three. They're all number one. Mm-hmm. They're all tied. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna say that. Um, but the segue into the Ramona Royale and Donovan thing, is it just, well, I got I to know three things mm-hmm. for one. Okay. One, they have great chemistry together. Cause I was like, I can see you two actually being a couple. Yeah, two, I can see that. Um, the fact that he came over and the guy, the guy was like, it's four o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, they're y'all vampires. You know what I'm saying? They're technically vampires. Not that <laughs> who gives a shit. And then three, right. 
I was like, who the fuck gets up and answers the door with some high heel shoes on? I said, this goddamn bitch right here. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I mean, you come in like some flip flops or some like some some uh, not flip flops. I think because she's she's glamorous. <laughs> I'm just saying, you come right. in with like some type of fuzzy slippers or something like that. She came down with some damn high, high, um, high heels and like. I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna come down some high heels and just give you life right quick. If I take my yeah. ass to bed, who knows? She probably sleep them goddamn high heels. But <laughs> what did you think about that? Because I was like, she got these damn heels on. This bitch right here. <laughs> well, you know, to me, yeah, she's fabulous, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a certain um, suspension of disbelief because in most shows, I was just thinking about um, like Grey's Anatomy. I leave it. You know, like how they always have like perfect lighting and no matter what they're going through, their hair is just laid. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't really, they could have been in a 22-hour They just look great, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no, um, Angela Bassett is going to look flawless at whatever she does. Even at 3 in the morning, <laughs> she's going to come down. Um, yeah, I, I like the scene. Um, you know, it's definitely got me peaked as to like what's going to happen next. Um, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see the scenes with, um, with Kathy Bates and Angela Bassett. Oh, uh, that, that interplay is going to be very interesting because obviously they're just, you know, powerhouse actresses. I'm just really like both of their characters now. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> and to piggyback off that, it just to me, it seems to me that ever since they appeared on Coven and in Free Show, actually some of the best scenes to me from Free Show were like when um, Kathy Bates or Ethel and um, I can't remember Angela Bassett's character name from uh, Free Show, mm-hmm. but when they went to the doctor together, it was just, they they bounced off each other so damn well. And I was like, Thank it you. just sucked when they got rid of Kathy Bates early on in Free Show because I'm like, Angela Bassett really does, does not have anybody to play against because you got Jessica Lang over here in her little damn hookah chamber and stuff like that, you know, trying to be a star and everything like that. And I'm like, y'all could have had her go in there. I mean, they had a couple of scenes together, though, but I was really like that camaraderie between Angela Bass's character and uh, Kathy Bates' character in Freak Show. In Coven, they played off each other really well because they were enemies. And so when yeah. they was had that three-way scene with Angela, Jessica, and Kathy, and, you know, it was just great. It was just like, yeah. you know, so I'm hoping, like you said, that they have more scenes with her. Like, I need Ramona to move. Well, we can't have Ramona move to the hotel because the council will sit there and start slicing everybody's damn throat. But uh, <laughs> we need for, um, I need to see more Kathy Bates and Ramona. Um, thank God we yeah. get some more damn Ramona next week. I mean, because I'm like, y'all better not give, just give us a dip and then leave <laughs> us without some more like, like I did last week. So, but it seems like Lady Gaga has two more episodes. No, yeah. three more episodes left. So with next week being the sixth, they're going to leave two after that. So <laughs> I'm like, but it looks like they're getting, like, didn't did we see Ramona in the, hotel, in, in the hotel elevator? I think so, yeah, in the next episode. Yeah, so they mm-hmm. might try to plan an attack next week, and then she might come back and try to retaliate later on in the season. They probably switch over to the whole mystery of the hotel because which segue into John Lowe. Um, mm, yeah. 
you know. So I was like, oh, he's still okay. <laughs> and so uh, I'm like, he's still okay. John Lowe was still panic. He was like panic about the whole Devil's Night dinner. Went to his job to tell his boss, who was played by Robert Nepper, and it was a change of role for him. You always seen him as some like evil ass person, but he was the damn chief of police it seemed like and you know yeah. he was looking like bro you crazy as fuck man um <laughs> asked for john lowe's um badge and gun and told him you know hey i gotta let you go and it's not like he's like on leave no i think he actually fired him so what did you think about that yeah that, that made sense to me actually like you know why you would tell that story to anyone doesn't make any sense I don't. I mean, honestly, I like. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So he he's really cracking up, and I guess later on, I guess you see that he's been drinking. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, he's falling off the wagon. Um, yeah, I think he's. Yeah, he's he's definitely breaking up, and then I guess you saw the previews. Mm-hmm. Like he he's. I think that spiral is just. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. But I don't know. Like, I just, I just think if you are in your, if you are in your right mind, you would not, not tell that story to anyone. You would come up with some other way to, you know, you know, to convince someone. Like if you're thinking logically, okay, no one's going to believe this. This story is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Come up with something. I don't know. But find out more. Like I. It seemed like Liz Taylor was just literally laying everything out for him, right, at one point? Or was it the other um, hypodermic Sally or whatever? Like, he yeah. could just get all the dirty details on the hotel, you know, get the, you know, where they bury the bodies, how they dispose of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just bringing all the details there like an actual investigator instead of going crazy. And just be like, okay, like, this is the deal. This is what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And then... And then why would you go back and stay there? Like you, I don't get it. I don't <laughs> get it. It's just that's the only storyline out of all the supernatural yeah. stuff that's going on. The storyline that's conf- confusing me the most is his because I'm like, okay, yeah. the supernatural characters making more logical, um, yeah, choices and like actions than you are because you're sitting there. He went to the chief police of Los Angeles, the LAPD, to tell him that, um, yeah, I saw Eileen Woodrose, uh, the Night Stalker, the uh, Zodiac Killer, Jeffrey Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy, and all these. I just saw that I had dinner with them. And the guy was like, and you had dinner with them. It was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you not know how insane that sounds? You know, <laughs> and it's just like, okay, why in the hell would you even. Um, like and you no, know, like run to them with that. Not only run to them with that, go back to the hotel and start off small. Talk to your partner. You know, <laughs> get him to come to the hotel. That way, you'll have somebody who who, who can corroborate with what you're saying. And then yeah. sit there and probably bring somebody else in. You know, and like another cop or something like that to say three people have seen the same damn thing. We need to go and investigate this place because something's not right here. But he just went yeah. all balls to the wall and everything like that. And it's going to like, it, it just shows that his his character is unraveling because he's losing control of everything that's going on around him. He's no longer on the case with the Ten, the Ten Commandments killer. 
Um, yeah. He's blacking out. You know, he's blacking out, not remembering shit. And like the whole sex scene was sat on hypodermic Sally. Um, and we saw the drill big demon in the corner looking like, can I come yeah. in? Can, can I jump in? Can I jump in? <laughs> I'm like, no, you stay your ass over there. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, and so it's just, and he's drinking again. So who's to say that this is probably what James March or Mar- had up his sleeve the whole entire time to sit there and unravel him. This is my, I'm thinking, I'm still leaning towards that he might be the, the Ten Commandments killer. I don't want to believe that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, because it would be kind of like, I knew this. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just that whole storyline was like, okay, y'all threw him in the last minute. I could see they weeded him in kind of though, but it was just like, the, okay, if they took out the whole kids, mask and stuff like that, and played mm-hmm. more with him, mm-hmm. it'll probably have a little bit more sense because not saying I, I don't know, it just uh it that's what frustrated me beside the kids massacre tonight. Um yeah. But anyway, so mm-hmm. I, I just need them to do something with him. I think he's gonna have more given the fact that Alex is now a resident of the hotel. Um Holden is reaching out to him. I think that's yeah. the closest Holden has ever gotten to his dad. I mean, usually he'd sit there and like appear in a room and then run away. He got in the right. bed, like hi dad, <laughs> and then ran off. And it's like, you know, I'm thinking that either Holden and Alex are gonna be the catalyst, and then you got Ramona, Donovan, and then you got James trying to get John to just, you know, like um come to the dark side. That's gonna be the the eye of the storm, you know what I'm saying? And then it's gonna end pretty badly for several people. But yeah, uh, I, yeah that's pretty much. But, uh, but to go back to them damn to red them to hotel guests, Darren, Chris, I forgot I don't know what the other girl's name is. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I love that scene. That's just gonna say like, like I said, something about the fact that they are typically yuppie California. You know, people that you just want to die, die, people die. <laughs> they finally yeah. I'm sorry, they're just so annoying and so mean to her. I mean, like you know, after what she was going mean, dude. Unnecessarily mean. Yeah. Right. So yeah. He, but, I mean it was go ahead. <laughs> No, I'm just saying it was so real to me. Like those those people exist. And they're just so asshole ish and so um entitled is the word I was looking for. Like you you have to serve me and you are nothing. And yeah, those people you definitely want to kill. And so what you do, <laughs> it just felt good. I was just like, thank you. And, but it's like, I I just thought that they were, they were like, well, we can't here because Will Drake just bought this place and we know he's trying to run it. No, mm-hmm. you check out the amenities and whatnot. Just because Will Drake bought the place, you didn't. If you knew who he was, because he said, because um, Darren Chris's character, like I've shot a couple of photos and stuff like that. Okay, mm-hmm. do you know Will Drake personally? Because <laughs> Will Drake brought in Claudia, aka Naomi Campbell, and then her ass got gat. So it's like, yeah. you know, um, did you talk to him personally? Did he tell you that he was going to renovate some rooms? Why didn't you meet up with him? Then you come in. First and foremost, the hotel is great, you know, whatever, when you first walk mm-hmm. in. But it's like when you get to the rooms, when they're like, I'm out, they should have just left. 
You know what I'm saying? But they stayed there and it would be even more nasty. It could be the one thing if they were like, you know, we're going to try somewhere else. We're going to try to come back when Will comes back. Because at that point in time, I was like, I don't give a shit. You stay or not. But um, first and foremost, let me go way back to what they asked her to begin with. We mm-hmm. want a room and we want it at discounted prices. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> exactly. You don't need a discount price. If you if you asking for um uh, pate and um what they call them um the, what type of cheeses um uh, aromatic or something like yeah, that. Yeah, GMO artisan. stuff. Artisan. That's what I'm thinking of. Artisan, artisan cheeses and like grilled um lettuce. And I'm thinking like <laughs> if you ask for all that type of shit, you don't need a discount for any damn thing. So if they said that, I like knock them out. They yeah. Knock their ass out. I know, like she had to like rub her eyes because she was she's going through her change or whatever to a vampire, and I was like, okay, even if she wasn't going through that, I would have to rub my eyes. But um, dude, dude. <laughs> like, so do you have discounts for influencers? Like, exactly, influential and how, people, <laughs> influential people, motherfucker, please, influential <laughs> people would not be stuck. Influential people would not be staying at the hotel. They'll be at the Four Seasons. They'll be at the damn Ritz. You up here at a hotel? What? Please get your ass up out of here. Yeah, there's that other thing I think about the the California people. They do. They always do the name drop. They did that too. Like it was so perfect. Like so, you know, I did a magazine cover with so and so and so, and I did this and this and that, and I did this and that. That's oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) That's the first side of the pretentious. You know, L.A. prick. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, I, I was a backup dancer for Madonna. You know, <laughs> like how many, how many backup dancers has Madonna had? Has like, she exactly? <laughs> and new hoes are still out there trying to make ends meet, and you gonna have the audacity coming to a damn place <laughs> like, yeah, I had, I, I, I did shop for the Will Drake. I need a discounted price. Obviously, I'm gonna shoot they have give you enough money because you asked for a discounted price. What the fuck does this to mean? You know what I'm saying? Right. And so they got what they deserve. So, so, uh, we, our neighborhood is like over flooded with kids and we just hate Halloween. And I'm like, um, okay, and your point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and your point. I mean, because if you, if, uh, seriously, if you had money like that, them kids would not be bothering your ass. You would set up a goddamn gate. And the kids yeah. can't get to your door if they're if if they're if you have a gate, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I was like, y'all are some. Po-. They were to me. You said they were California priests. Those were some straight up posers. posers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what they were, yeah. posers. And they posed their ass right down the goddamn garbage chute, laundry chute <laughs> to the Dunky Dome. So I was like, oh. so they they worked my nerves. And so I was like, you said I was rubbing her eyes because she was like going through a chain. No, she was rubbing her eyes because she was like. It kind of reminded me of that scene, and I'm gonna get you sucker when um Don um I said Don Lewis uh she was going she she needed her damn um aspirin because she was having (laughs) them cramps and stuff like that. It was like that's how I was going to like yo I will just get the fuck out my goddamn face right now, and I swear to God I would not sit this like she got them throat because that's how I was working behind the front desk of the dorm because folks were coming in. And I just told everybody there's a shortage of towels. There is a quota on how many towels you're going to get. If you don't bring the towels down, they can't get washed. They cannot be sent up. So you got like a pile of towels in your room. You're being very, um, you know, you're being very stingy. So if I said mm-hmm. this, we're out of towels, how do y'all not have towels? We are not the fucking 
Holiday Inn. We are a damn dorm. <laughs> Give me some more yes. tiles. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to reach across this deck and slap the shit out your goddamn ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you also get the concept. And so when somebody came down, we need some more tiles. Talk to your damn supervisor. She took all the goddamn tiles to her room. <laughs> it's just people like that. And I'm glad he put that in there because, but you know, people watching is going to be like, oh my God, they are so pretentious and they're going somewhere this weekend and going to act the same goddamn way and think <laughs> they are the right. That's the sad part about it. But yeah. uh, overall, great step up from last week's episode. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, Devil's Night was fun. Maybe if I watch it on, on like, you know, on another time, yeah. uh, it'll probably stick out. But it was just because Evan Peters is reveling in the role of James Marsh. So I'm not going right. to shit on the parade because he, every time he comes on the, I actually like when he comes on to the screen. It yeah. was just that it was, uh, you know, you just introduce Angela Bass and then y'all do that. It's just like, and, and I say that Angela Bass is the only reason we're watching this show. I love her <laughs> the whole story, but it's just the fact that you, Gave us this roller coaster ride, and then you're gonna do this Halloween episode with just these serial killers, and it's just like, okay, um, maybe I'll pan out in the end, and then later on the episode, you got to go back and watch it, something like that. But yeah. I really enjoyed it. It brought, you know, like I said, the Liz Taylor flashback gave me life. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about this when we close out because I want to talk about two dudes, and you can tell us that it was Taylor was the '80s. Yeah, I took yeah. a drink from him. <laughs> I, I, I sip, and does it mean you got AIDS because you're a faggot? I'm like, oh yeah. Oh y'all yeah. so dated, and then um, <laughs> they're talking about wearing condoms on they so they won't get. I'm like, not only are y'all, y'all first of all, no bottom line, y'all are just lames. You know, y'all are just <laughs> lame because it's, it's not even the fact that because granted nobody knew what the hell that was back then. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So sure. I give them, I would give them a pass on it just because of the damn time period, just because of the time period. Not, but it was like y'all just lame, you know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> I was so glad when he pushed back at them because I thought I knew um, the captain was gonna come and gonna do something to him because we saw in the previews. But yeah, I'm okay. glad he pushed back and was like, you know, like fuck both of y'all. This is me. <laughs> And if you don't like, he can kiss me. And then they sat there and kind of came in and just dispatched him. Like, and she sat there and tasted their blood. Like, ugh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you knew then that, okay, no matter if you had, if y'all were already tainted with something, maybe it was um, something else, you know, cocaine, you know, something. But she did, she does cocaine. So, I mean, but <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was yeah. pretty. What you think about that whole exchange between them and stuff like that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, I, I think that whole thing, I mean, like the, the whole backstory, you know, especially when he was like, I can't go outside. And like he was getting his life of just going to get some ice. <laughs> like that yeah. whole scene was like, that was my favorite part. Even before he ran into his, you know, coworkers, just like the freedom of that, I felt it. You know, it's just like, yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because there's something about it, like when he just, you know, could do it in a hotel by himself and how he had to sneak the room service in or whatever. It's just like, and the idea of just leaving the room as a, as a thing. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. 
But do you think that the person who walked to the door, here's my thing, the way they shot yeah. it, they didn't show who was walking towards the door. In my mind, right. that was the countess, and she probably projected her voice or something like that to make it sound like it was uh, the guy. And we opened the door, mm-hmm. then she kind of like zoomed in behind him, and so or it was she just, orchestrated the whole thing somehow. Yeah. I guess she saw it, yeah. I so did. like somehow she was slipping in the room. I don't know how she got in the room, but yeah, she's probably like she just has supernatural. Actually, when we saw the scene when she was sitting there sniffing out, <laughs> the shit was funny as hell <laughs> because Trish was like, yeah, I like, that. like you smell different. I'm like, oh. So Olo can smell, you know what I'm saying? So he was like, you smell. Yeah. And then she was like, it's like she was looking like, uh-huh. <laughs> like she was like reading her, like silently <laughs> reading her, like, mm, yeah. <laughs> okay, you, you, you've been turned. I'm going to keep my eye on you, Iris. But <laughs> you've been turned. I, she knows she's been turned. So yeah. it's, not a, it's not a damn Oh, I don't think that you've been turned. That's just, I think that's just recklessness on both Ramona and Don Donovan's part. But that's the yeah. beauty of it. So, but anyway, yeah. overall, great episode. Um, can't wait to see what's going on next week because the shit is going to hit the fan. That's going to be episode six, and I think it's a twelve episode season. Or then, uh, which means that after this sixth one next week, it'll be six more episodes. They're going to probably break during December. Probably the first yeah. week of December, and then probably show like the remaining three or somewhat um, next year, and yeah, so it's it, we're midway through the show and it's already almost close for the end, and I'm like I'm not ready, <laughs> I'm not ready for yeah. it to go just yet. But some people don't like this season, and that's kind of scary, you know? I'm like yeah, the well, like I said, is like no, like I said, I think it's definitely picking up at this point. Um, Maybe the last episode was kind of low, um, you know, and I, I definitely felt it was picking up as soon as Angela Bassett showed up. So, <laughs> so I, that was a thing for me. And the previous ones, like all the killing, was I don't know. I couldn't cheer it on until those yuppies got killed. That <laughs> was the first death scene I enjoyed. Like otherwise, like I guess the drill bit demon kind of. It was just like it's. It was so much violence and so over the top that, you know, like I just. I felt sorry for all the victims. <laughs> oh, I wasn't really cheering for the person killing them, like the protagonist. But oh. like this is the first time I was actually cheering for them, you know? Yeah. Like, I I guess I kind of saw what people were saying. Let's say like this. I was feeling the way when the kid was sitting there just turning people left and right. I was feeling like yeah. people were, when they was like, the drill bit demon was doing his business. I was like, this is kind of I don't know. <laughs> it was disturbing on some level, but it was something about it, like, as a kid, like, yeah, you know, like a kid with power or whatever. I don't know. I actually kind of felt that. Like, I don't know any kid who doesn't want to just murder their entire class. But, <laughs> and, kinda... and then on top of that, he, mm. he, he, t- it's like they had a mental connection because he, they all start lying about the same thing unless he told them that this is what we're going to do. And you yeah. know, followed by it because you know, but I don't yeah, know. it was something about. I think it was something like they got a taste of power, whatever it was. Like this is the best feeling I've ever had. I got to do whatever I need to do to to get this more of this. You know, mm-hmm. so we got to lie, like we got to come up with a story, so that we can keep doing this. Um, I can see them doing that. You know, all of them, 
turned. I need for them to be taken out. It's just a small yeah. claim. Oh, no, I no. I, I, I agree. Like, there's something about that, however. You're right. They have to handle it right. But I think any story that raises the stakes, like the stakes have been raised, like you have caused something that could be on the, the level of The Walking Dead, yeah. <laughs> vampire outbreak. And so, you know, that raises the stakes. Um, I think that's a good thing. So however they deal with that, like there could be a point where like they have to save the world <laughs> from whatever this outbreak is, you know, like, so that yeah. could be awesome, right? Or it yeah. could be horrible, depending on how they handle it. Yeah, but I'm not like you. I agree with what you're saying. They got to do it in a, a very tasteful way. That's not going to draw the senses in. Like we're canceling America Horror Story now, you know. So, <laughs> but uh, I just it just and here's the prediction that I had. I said one of those. What what if one of those kids was the demon child from um. Murder House, because the kids probably didn't grown to the point he was growing rapidly within the womb, within you know as he got out, as he was born. So what if he comes in contact with one of the damn um, demonic little vamp kids, and by him being already the so-called child of the Antichrist, um, would that be like double? Oh shit! moment you know what i'm saying so because they're going back to murder house but i kind of heard that they're going back to murder house in a flashback mm. back in the 20s spoiler alert oh yeah um, spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler, spoiler alert i think they're going to a flashback back into the 20s with the, the murder house with um lady gaga you know but okay. uh hopefully they'll bring it back in modern times as well because, okay. like I said, um, Angel Bassett walked her ass to the damn hotel. I'm not Angel Bassett, but um, Jessica Lane walked her ass to the damn hotel. I'm going to just fall out on this damn floor and wall yeah. and be like, just like one of them damn girls at the damn Beatles concert back in the damn day. Be just like, <laughs> I can't believe y'all just did that to me. But anyway, so what are your predictions? Well, well, definitely, um, like I said, I think there are going to be some amazing scenes between um, Angela Bassett and, uh, and Kathy Bates. You know, whatever scheming is going to happen there, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I don't know, like the, the demon kids or the vampire kids, I have no idea what's going to happen there. I guess from the little uh, tidbit we saw there, I think your prediction about... Um, you know, the, the detective becoming the killer could come true, or at least you'd be suspected of it. You know, I think that might come up at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that he's blacking out and, you know, seeing shit, who knows? I don't think he really is the killer, but I think he could at least be accused of it. Um, That'll be crazy. Yeah. Um, I didn't think of it. Yeah, there's um, at least I don't know what is going to happen with um, with the uh, the mother. Like that seems very tenuous. You know, like the fact that she so recklessly, you know, infected the kid. Mm -hmm. I think there is some some uh, retribution to happen there. 
when all of that shit comes down, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And also, also, like, yeah, what's going to happen with the Countess? I don't know. It is, but it's really good. It's getting really good. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I, I'm definitely looking forward to the next episode. Yeah, and I just need for them to do something more with um, Chloe's 70s hair because every time I see her, her hair, it reminds me of when she was on Big Love. And they called her the break mm-hmm. because her hair was always <laughs> up. And I was like, yo, you need to do something. Get this shit pressed. Do s-. I'm like, come on now, Countess. You go sit. I guess Countess looking at her like you do like you do you do look matronly, and I have to look, you know, like a goddess. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's best that you keep looking matronly, and I'm not gonna bother with your looks or anything like that. Just put this ugly ass dress on and go down there and watch the damn kids. So uh, <laughs> I mean, because she also said something about how the last person that she had to watch the kids didn't know what the hell they were doing. I'm like, but you just hire somebody else who don't know the fuck they're doing. So I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> so um. Yeah, so there's that. Um, but yeah, I know I, I really can't wait to hear what Chris had to say about the episode if he, if he gets a chance to see it. But yeah, uh, but yeah so uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just call it right now. It was a great episode. Uh, can't wait for next week. Uh, you, um, make sure to check out our other M3 Bear cast for Empire and um, The Walking Dead. Um, we also have the M3 Music um, podcast coming out soon. Um, also, check out our blog, the mail, no, the mail, no, not the mail medium. I mean, the blog is www.mailmediamind.com. Check out our various Facebook pages. Um, um, we got mail me, the mail medium mind, um, M3 Writers, M3 Life, M3 Entertainment, M3 Undercover. And I'm not leaving anybody out, am I? No, I think that's it. <laughs> okay, and then those um, we have M3. We have the you can follow us on Twitter at Mail Media Mind. Um, also, we have Pinterest. We have Instagram, Mail Media Mind One and Mail Media Mind Two. Um, and just try to contact us if you have any questions, comments. Send them to info at mailmediamind.com. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so just stay stay sexy, stay chic, you know, and we'll see you guys next week. Same bear time, same bear channel. All right. All right. Peace.